Hi, this is Ali Moussi, and you're listening to TRSS. You stupid idiot. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Another week in the books. Uh, check the levels Back on vacation. I came back to work this week. Oh, fuck you. Uh, you know it's funny because I'm not one of the that I'm not that type of individual that's like, oh, I wish it was another ten days. Like I don't mind working. Like I'm cool with it. Never minded it either. Yeah. But I take a vacation. We'll work any day. <laughs> <laughs> any day. Fuck yeah, shit. I, I, the the things that I thought that I was going to accomplish, oh, let me f- f- fix these games. The things that I thought I was going to accomplish during my vacation, like I was saying, yeah, I'm going to watch all these TV shows. I, I you know, I'm gonna binge watch and I'm gonna finish these video games. I haven't been able to sit down. No, no. I didn't. <laughs> you see, when you take a vacation, no. I love to go out somewhere because when you stay home and you want to get all these things accomplished. It seems like you only get like half of it. Yeah, no, not even like like I I did finish a few games though. That I can say I did. I finished a couple of games. Um, but then the ones that I really wanted to knuckle down and play, I was like, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go on this fucking messenger, Facebook messenger game and knock these motherfuckers out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this fucking weird ass game on fucking messenger and shit. I hear you got the high score though. Yeah. I've been, um, uh, bored. <laughs> so yeah, I've been, I've been pretty much sitting there. Coworkers put me in this fucking game every wing and I'm sitting in like, I, I don't want to play this. Like, I really didn't want to. I was like, why did you add me to this? And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there during, you know, on a post and I'm like, let me fucking try this shit out. Then I said, you can fucking evolve dragons and stuff. <laughs> this oh, your sidekicks. And I'm like, this game is too involving. Like, I got, now I got the high school and everybody. It doesn't matter off. what it is. When you have people in your ear and you're playing with guys you know, it's, you got to win. Are you a trash talker? Yes, I am. I try to, I try my best to be humble, but I talk trash and I like to talk trash. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not much of a, a trash talker. I'm not big on that. Uh, but I have a rule about trash talking. You right. can only talk trash if you're winning. If you're getting smacked and you're losing, you really can't talk trash. Yeah. There's individuals who don't know the scale of how and when to talk trash. Like me, I'm that type of individual that if I talk shit, I, I know automatically because I was going to, I had the high score last week, right? I had the high score. And I was just about to write some slick shit, like even on vacation, I'm still working, y'all. <laughs> and that's just about when I'm gonna write it, you get the alert, uh, such and such uh, is in first place, and I'm like, fuck, oh, <laughs> I'm like fuck, damn it. Then I couldn't even like have a follow up because you got because it changes every Monday. You get a new a new you get a new high score. Okay. So like I had like two days left, and I couldn't even fucking take it down. I was like, fuck. There's definitely rules to talking trash. You know, nothing bothers me more than when you're down. 20 points in a football game and you get a first down, a meaningless first down and you're shimmying and shaking <laughs> that you got the first down. Well, you Cam play, Newton. You play, you play competitively in a, in a league. Yeah. Don't you see those teams as getting smacked by 21 and then like, like you said, they'll get a first down or they'll, um, they'll make a big play and they talking shit and it's like, yo, oh, I hate it. It happened to us sco- last week. It's like, look at the score. It happened dude. to us last week. Guy made a tough catch. And he got up and he spun the ball down, uh-huh. like on some get off me type of thing. Uh-huh. And uh, we were beating him by 20 points. So, <laughs> but I don't talk trash. I, I try not to talk trash in real life unless I'm spoken to because I, I, I'm, 
people get personal. Oh yeah. And, and especially where we're from, people get personal. And when I talk trash, I like to keep it about the game. Mm-hmm. But when people get personal, they I, I can lose it. So I stay away. <laughs> I stay away from talking that trash. Latin in real life. Fire comes out. Yeah. <laughs> if we're playing a video game, we'll talk some trash. Fantasy football, we'll yeah. talk some trash. But not not I try to stay away from it in real life. <laughs> Well, uh, that, that's why I don't even get into it because I know I know myself, and I'll just start I, I'll start seeing some real slick shit that people will start saying. I'm like, what? Yeah. What the fuck did you just say? Like, nah, nah, my god. There's people that just say something personal, and then it just goes to a whole nother level. It always starts that way, for real. And speaking of starting, welcome everybody to another episode of Damn It with These Mics, the regular season sports guys. I am your host, Jada Red Sante. Just Daniel in the building. Yes, he is, sir. This week, the man came in. You had a you had a you had a tough week. We'll, we'll get to that in a second, but, uh, <laughs> make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on a like and group page. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on YouTube at the regular season sportscast, as well as on Twitter at RWJ Santi. Still get, still no social media yet, huh? I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> you, on it. You make, you make it seem like you're designing a web page. I have the most high tech phone and I can't, I don't do anything exactly. productive with it. You can play Everwing on Facebook once you get on, <laughs> get on that shit. Hold on. Gotta check these damn mics. Shit, I don't know. I think I have like some kind of outages on me or some shit. These gainers on that help with me. Uh, My mic is working beautifully. Yeah, yours is great. Hold on. There we go. God damn, I can hear everything. I think I hear Jesus in the background. Shit, what the? <laughs> Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets as well as check out RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net is where you get everything under the sun. Why go anywhere else when you can just go to RageWorks.net? Football, you got it at TRSS. Um. Uh, you want to you want to hear stuff about pop culture? Go to call me when it's over. You love comic book stuff? The varying issue. Everything you want is under one umbrella at RageWorks.net. Um, this week it's uh, like I said, I'm back came uh, came off a of vacation. Uh, just Daniel, you, you you know you had you you, you okay? You look like you have like a little crisis going on. How's your cat doing? Your cat oh doing? man, cat has cancer. Kids have pneumonia. Uh, that's crazy. Because yeah, last, last yes, we missed you last week. You weren't here last week. You you um yeah the, the kids were sick. Yeah, kids were sick. Change of weather, you know, cold, hot. But um, you know, I felt bad about it. I, I I'm very much a team guy. I hate to miss games, and um, I felt like I let you down. No, nah, no, you didn't. Please, let me tell you this. The show went on. Uh, you were missed. We we you know we we left the the chair uh voided. There was no one sitting in the chair. Okay. We had it draped over. <laughs> We left a little uh, Jets T-shirt on there just for you. Nice. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm hoping everything is well. Uh, I'm hoping everything goes well with your cat. Yeah, you're, you're not you're not a big pet person, are you? You're, you're not a pet person. I don't know. I I never had a, a pet growing up. Not a goldfish. Not. <laughs> oh, I actually did have a goldfish, but I made a mistake one day and brought home an Oscar. Didn't, oh, not no. knowing that, uh, they don't really get along with, with one another. Other, with other animals. <laughs> so I threw the Oscar in the tank with the goldfish and needless to say, the goldfish didn't have a head the next morning. Listen, even I, a novice in the aqua pet field would know that you yeah. don't put Oscars in, in, in. After that, yeah. my pet days were over. <laughs> it's like, and, and we have people like I, I grew up with who were very much into like fish, like fish and all that. They have like fucking like, Almost like barracudas or some shit in there, fucking. And I'll go. You gonna put an Oscar in there? <laughs> yeah, big <laughs> mistake by me. You gonna put an Oscar in there? But yeah, the cat has cancer, so they're gonna amputate the tail. Matter of fact, my wife's in the uh, doctor's office right now, and they're getting ready to snip it off. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a good amount of money being paid for it, but 
This is what she wants to do. It's her cat. I say put the cat to sleep. Bendito. Oh, and like that, like all Puerto Ricans would say, oh, bendito. Yeah, uh, no, I agree, though. I agree. How old is the cat? Eight years old. Oh, come on. It's already had its time. We'll say a little prayer for the cat. Yeah. If you want, we'll find a nice place to somewhere dig it up and somewhere, bury it. Somewhere there's a joke about nine lives or something like that. And, no, I heard I heard recently that they don't even bury cats anymore. What do they do with them? No, now they, every, they just cremate them now. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's cheaper. And I guess people are just coming to the realization that uh, pet cemeteries are actually pretty worthless. Like, it, it doesn't mean anything. They're useless. Listen, if I got to pay for the cremation, I'm getting a shovel and I'm burying the damn cat in the yard. In the yard. Okay. Because <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. You know, my, my boy, my, my boy, AJ, uh, uh, super engineer, AJ, he's eight himself. And like, I've never had a pet full term. Okay. Never had like, I've either, they've either run away or I had to give them away. So he'll be the first time that I've had a pet until his untimely demise. So never a pet or a co-host full term. Never. All right. Just so I know what I'm getting into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, shit, I'm trying to, now I'm starting to think about my love life. Fuck, it's even, this just as bad. Maybe it's you. Maybe, no, I was no. saying, maybe I have to start looking at maybe it's me. You know, the, what is it? You always point one finger out, but the three are pointing back at yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, yeah. So I have to start getting ready, like mindset. And mind you, speaking of relationship, this AJ was like a product of my daughter's mother's impulse buy. Okay. So when we separated, notice she didn't take him. Oh, <laughs> yes. man. Yeah. I, 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 I would have put that stipend, that stipulation in the contract of the breakup. You must take the dog. This was your impulse buy. Yeah, but you know what? This this motherfucker, he wouldn't have left. He wouldn't have left? <laughs> Hell no. He See? wouldn't have left. Hell no. That motherfucker would have stood. He was like, bye. He looked at her. No, I, have a, I, have a, I have a scary notion, man. I think guys care about relationships more than women. You think so? Oh, really? I think, I think so. When, the, when a guy is committed to a girl, uh-huh. I think he cares more. I really? think they care more, especially, especially when you're a little younger. Yes. And, but you see that, it's funny because, and, and call me when it's over, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. He spoke about how, uh, men tend to take like one relationship and once they're broken hearted. Yeah. That's, that becomes their game changer. It's now over. They, be, it's they over become an asshole yet. for the rest of their I, being. I see that. As you get older, period, as a guy and you start to realize the, the, the schedule, the routine that's yeah. involved with being someone, I think, there comes the midlife crisis and the want for a little bit more freedom. But in general, I think, you know, especially when you're younger, guys take it more seriously. Yeah, they take it. They, and they, they get all, what people say, they get all butthole hurt because it's just like, listen, you're going to get hurt regardless. It's like, it's going to happen. You yeah. just got to learn from it and move the fuck on. And exactly. Like, I mean, don't be a pendejo and fucking get caught in the same shit all the time. I just hate the people who make the same mistake twice. I don't, that's I don't like people being around people like that. Yeah. You cannot. That's why I have, that's the same issue I have with co-hosts. Like, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like the great philosopher Fabulous said, you cannot trip on something that's behind you. So. <laughs> Shout out to Fabulous. I, I'm, he's, he's so, um, inspirational yeah, such a worse man. I'm, 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 I'm glad that he, you you drew from him yes, <laughs> yes. so you got football this week how's the how's the team going team's going okay i mean we start our playoffs we didn't have a great season we finished three six and one and um we got a playoff game tomorrow 10 games and um let's see what happens right <laughs> you look so optimistic yeah, because we're one of those teams that always finds a way to lose. Oh, you shoot yourselves in the foot. Always finds a way to lose. Our offense is actually scoring 32 points a game, but right. we're actually giving up 34 games. So Jesus. We're like the modern day New Orleans Saints that Jesus. we can put up a bunch of points, but we can't stop anybody. Oh, my. Well, 
hopefully you could what, what is it you, you have to um you have to the stick the thumb in the hole to stop the fucking we'll the, do something the, the, the it's damn. not my fault i play offense people i don't play defense <laughs> if i did you don't even know if i did we'd be giving up 44 points a game <laughs> trust me all right guys we got much we got much on, on the table this week uh i want to talk about some stuff i, I brought this to your attention just then you i brought it up i it seems that uh, Carl Anthony Towns made uh, a statement this week about the possibility of letting guys or allowing players to use uh, marijuana in certain sports. And it looks like that the NBA might start leaning on doing that, that that might be uh, broken. So for this week's round, I want to talk about sports and marijuana. Also, um, you have your best bets this week, right? I do. Yeah. Uh, so far, yeah, I had a good response about your picks for that. That um, Because we were 2-0 and last week. Yeah. And yeah, then the stay away game. You know, but we were two and zero on the two picks. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, look at that. I was like, I said, he know, he knows his shit, especially that cowboy game. I was like, look at that shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that one. Looks like out. someone knows someone knows his shit. Also got the in, in store for uh, took um took a sports and shit. We have UCA players back from China. Uh, thank you, Trump. Fucking been there. I was like, get the fuck oh, out of goodness. here. We'll talk about that. Ezekiel Elliott's uh, his suspension was upheld. Uh, let's talk about uh, Thursday night games being canceled. Um. We also have the Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell stuff. You know some info about that. And uh, more stuff on this week's rant. And I'm um, talking sports and shit. I, I, I have an advertiser this week. We, uh, we, we got some sponsorships. Really? Oh, yeah. That's uh, great news. Uh, you might, it might not be. What are we advertising? Once you hear the advertisement. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We'll be back in one second. Why, look at what we have here, folks. TRSS Bits and Pieces. Returning, Returning to the, to the DJ, DJ scene, your your favorite, favorite DJ, DJ. The one the you one love to listen to, to. and, and also, also kind of understand, understand where he's coming from, because, because although people may people consider, may consider him, him the greatest. The greatest, greatest might not might feel, not the, feel same the same way, but acknowledges, acknowledges other, other DJs. DJ Envious. If you love hot blends, mixes, and the best sounds that come to you through your sound waves, DJ Envious is the man for you. But, uh, he might not feel the same way because he might think that other people are better than him, but he really shouldn't feel that way and tell you guys about it. DJ Envious, one of the hottest DJs out there in the past 2000s, but he doesn't really feel that way because he kind of looks at other people and cares about they're doing and wishes he was just like that. Um, take a listen to DJ and Envious. Put your hands up, yeah, yeah. Put your hands up. Who's the hottest DJ up in here? Because apparently, um, across the way, there's a DJ Polo, and I know that he's spinning at a club like that's like down the block. And I know he's good, but and as a matter of fact, I think he's really good. But I also think that I can be 
just as good as he is, but I'm happy that you're here. I'm glad that you guys came by. But I think DJ Polo has a larger audience and he has a better blend mix than I do because I don't really get to the same level that he can because he knows and I think he has better he has a better musical ear than I do but but DJ Polo is something but you're here with me guys yo put your hands up yeah yeah I'll put your hands up but if 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 you don't if you don't want to it's okay because I know DJ Polo is down the way and he might be better take a listen take a to listen to DJ DJ Envious, Envious. Envious. Hottest mixes, hottest mixes, hottest mixes. As, well as, as well as the best the clubs, best clubs. That, is in, that is in store, store. For, you, for you, your friends, your friends, friends and, whatever and whatever town, whatever town he comes, he into, comes into. But I don't think he believes, believes that, good, that good. good. I mean, honestly, I really don't think he's that good because he's so downtrodden and he... Really believe somebody else is better than him. Take a listen because I, I'm still trying to figure him out. I'm honestly. I want to thank you guys, you girls, everyone who came out to Club Nouveau for tonight. But um, I I, I kind of know that Club Ecstasy is actually better because once again DJ Polo's over there and they they actually comp you guys for a lot of things. Like for instance, if you know if 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 you didn't get the drink you want, they'll give you another drink for free. And um, Club Nouveau doesn't do that. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's it's one of those things that we, we we're not up to to par yet. And uh, another thing is that um, DJ Polo is actually catering to everybody's wants and needs. He has like a little dish in front where he he'll, he'll look at whatever people want to play and listen to when they're dancing which is cool i'm not up to there yet and uh, and, and, and club nouveau we're good though we, we we out here we doing it big for you guys we got bottle service we got all that stuff but um yeah uh, when it comes to uh certain aspects of like uh the, you know i know club ecstasy they have it to where uh ladies are free until 12 where we only do the 10 uh, we, we're working on that though, but it's cool though. But but we, we, we'll get to that. But other than that, yo, make sure you put your hands up and party with us, man. Don't even yo, don't even front, yo. We get it popping, right? Right? Uh, okay. D D J J Envious, one of the hottest, the hottest DJs on the map, map, map today. Today, but but but. You really, you really, really wouldn't, wouldn't know it if, know it if you, heard you heard him. You heard him. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Cause, uh, I, I, let me take this echo effect off because I really think he needs to talk to somebody because he he's not bad. He's actually a really good DJ. It's just I don't think he has the confidence that he should. I mean, he's, he's better than a lot of people. They, I, I don't know. He's Plus, he has a weird infatuation with DJ Polo. Let me give you guys a listen to it about what it is. If you like my mix, then be quiet. If you like my mix, then be quiet. But then I heard DJ Polo does like somewhat of the same mix. And um, it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not mad at it. I actually think he's real better. He's better than it. And hopefully I can meet up with him and we can talk about it because I I, I want him to teach me more about the mix. But uh, if he could do the blends or whatever, but it, it, it's, it's fine. But I, I, I'm doing OK. But don't 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 fret because I'm 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 still doing my thing over here. But with DJ Polo, um, you know, shout out to him. And, and I know he's getting 
like by a hundred thousand dollars per per date that he does and i'm only getting maybe uh five six hundred dollars a night and mm, I'm, I'm gonna get there soon i mean i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get there but um just just buy my mixtape because uh, i know dj polo he's doing it big and i'm, I'm gonna get there soon I'm gonna go to the back. D D J J Envious. One of the hottest hottest DJs in the scene scene today. But he but he just just really doesn't have doesn't have the confidence that goes with it. Be sure you get sure you get him before before he loses he loses Basically, he basically he loses his, his, his self his self esteem and his confidence because this, this is basically what it is this is what this is what he's about. So let's try to better him and raise his self esteem because I think I think he needs it. D D J J Get him while he's hot or before he starts getting on psych medications. This segment is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Yo, this is Papito Music, and you're listening to TRSS. Yeah. This week's rants. We over here talking about drinking and shit. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, I'm, because I I am a, a connoisseur of the the beer and wine phase. You yes. you you are you're a liquor like, guy. Like an older gentleman, you you you've transitioned over to uh. A... Yeah, I'm very uh, I'm I'm very classic. I'm a classic man. <laughs> or just what, getting older. Yeah, no, no, I'm a classic <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm getting older. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught in between, between yeah, you, old and young. Yeah, because you know, you know you're so twenty ish, whatever. <laughs> so, I, I wish I was. No, but it it, it seems like because we were we were off the mic, we were talking about the whole Ric Flair thirty for thirty, and uh, he was banging out alcohol like every day for like over. And I didn't notice. Yeah, for like it's like forty years. He's been, he was doing it until his body finally caught, you know, shut down and, and everything caught up to him. But there was one thing that I used to do when I was a kid. And I got to be honest. Not I, drink. Well, I drank as, oh, I drank okay, as a, okay. as a teenager. Uh, you know, I've been drinking for a long time and I was one of those ridiculous drinkers. Like I would fucking drink like bullshit fucking like 99 bananas and, uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, uh, what's that other shit? Uh, um, Cisco and all that, that oh, fucking bullshit. Man. I have some war stories about Cisco. Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. save that for another episode. Yeah. But yeah, I would drink that bullshit in uh, or Georgie Vodka. Georgie Vodka, oh. yeah. Yeah. What well, the- it seems when you're young, you don't have that much money, so you got to buy the cheapest thing that'll get you twisted. <laughs> I but- guess. In the quickest amount of time? Exactly. Oh, it went well- to Cisco, to Georgie, from Georgie, to E&J, from E&J, to Hennessy, and you know, then oh, you were no, there. Oh, no, please. Uh, there was even a time I was drinking St. Eyes, and that was my drink. Malt liquor? Oh, yeah. St. Eyes was my shit. Like- Bust out a couple 40s. What? Uh, there was a time where I would do... Um, like about 22 ounces I'll do like 6 of them shits Oh there was a whole year I thought A whole summer I thought I was Jimmy D. Williams Drinking cold 45s <laughs> <The> billion, Yeah <laughs> Well to this day my, 222s my, to, to this day My boy and I We still believe That we invented um, St. I's special brew Because we used to drink St. I's with Hawaiian punch And I was like Oh that's the That's the ghetto uh, The The, the um, Hypnotic Or yeah. incredible or, what No you that's hypnotic uh, Hennessy um, Doug Passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, that kind of goodness. shit. So that was that was our fucking um, concoction. Yeah. But whenever that other what was that other drink that came out recently that um uh that that was like an energy drink and it'll fucking get you drunk real fast. 
Four Locos? Four, yeah, that shit. Never tried that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm older. No, no, I never did either. I was like, no, no fucking way. I'll pass. Nah. But you can make it. I know ways of... And that's another story as well. Yeah, yeah. But there was a thing that I used to do as a kid that I actually... I I, I kind of miss doing. And that was um smoking marijuana. I used to love smoking weed. But that's another thing that people who don't have funds, young kids, they're smoking the K2 now. yeah. You know, which just, don't do. Yeah, Please no, don't. Hell do. no. Please don't. Straight chemicals into your body. There's people that go into the ER every day because of that. Oh, please. I work with it every fucking day. It's like the worst. And those are the the, the, the individuals that fucking piss me yeah. off more than anything else. It's like, dude, you don't have to do that shit. Yeah, if you have when, psych issues, that's different. If but. you if you get high on weed, you're at the most going to pass out, get dizzy, and you're going to sleep it off. Right. If you get a bad trip off K2, it can land you in the psych ward. Yeah. And that, and that's, like I said, too many times I've seen that shit happen. But um, there's, there seems to be a movement right now to where uh, the athletes – Let's be honest. A, a nice, a nice, a nice chunk of athletes are into indulging in their marijuana. They like to smoke a little doobage. A large chunk. Little, yeah, they they enjoy it, and uh, of course, it's a, it's a bad substance in sports. And uh, there's 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 some talk and possibly that the NBA will uh, become a little uh, less uh, resistant on on the ban and probably even allow them to do it. Uh, I, I said, here's my thoughts about this. You, you ever smoke? Yes, I used to when I was younger. You, you in, in your younger days. Yes. When you smoked, how did what was like the the feeling for you? If you if you can remember your trips. <laughs> well, you know, it get you in a in a concentrated mode, and it'll relax you. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. I used to smoke and play a video game, or smoke and you know watch a movie, and it would it would get you more into what you were doing. Mm-hmm. But then after the effect would wear off, you'd get into that stuck phase. That uh, <laughs> duh duh. Like, I used to come up with the greatest ideas when I was when I was smoking, and I would come up with these great conspiracy theories, and I would solve the paraga- the, the the theorem, whatever the, theorem is called, equal, <laughs> e equals mc squared. Yeah. But then when I would come off the high, I'd forget it. So you, you know, it's kind of weird. That great, way. the greatest inventions are left in the marijuana haze. Definitely, but uh, there's even like I said, there's talks of possibly the NBA doing it, uh, and this is uh, this is out of of ESPN. Um, Seems as though the Carl Anthony Towns from the Minnesota Timberwolves makes a statement that says that uh, maybe the NBA should be a little bit, uh, let's say, loose with it. Uh, And and in a statement, it says, "I agree with David Stern with marijuana." Towns tells ESPN, "You don't have to actually make it, Mary J, or half bake it, but you don't have to do it like that. But what you could do is use the chemical properties to make." Think, you know, make things better. Meaning for me, it's like marijuana. You know, people can say it's from the earth. It's you know, God made it. It's like no. Let's be let's be honest with the properties. If used irrationally or or, or recklessly, it'll lead you to some dumb shit. It mm-hmm. really can. Yes. People are talking about it's not a gateway drug or whatever. It if in the wrong hands, it can be. But it's very dependent on somebody's personality, personality whether it's a gateway. Right. If you have an addictive personality, you're going to get addicted to it, just like you would get addicted to liquor or any other right. substance. So it depends on your personality. But I'm a fan of it as a uh, uh, proponent and um, as a, uh, an enhancement for healing factors. Okay. And I see that a lot of <coughs> excuse me, a lot of individuals who do use it, it does help them, you know, nurse injuries and stuff like that. Yes. And which I think is. You know, you have a rigorous schedule. Your body's going to get worn. Your body's going to wear down. And I think that marijuana will help to, it helps to rejuvenate the body again. 
We've seen it in chemotherapy. We've seen it in instances with people cancer who have patients, cancer yeah. patients. We have seen it with um. Hopefully, your cat could have probably like smoked some. Weed. Maybe I should have started again and <laughs> blow the weed in his face. <laughs> Sorry, baby. <laughs> oh, so, oh, shout out to Whiskers, whatever the cat's name. <laughs> yeah, Leo. <laughs> Leo, Leo the cat. Man, yeah. so typical. Sorry. Um, but there is some properties. We've seen people who had MS or Lou Gehrig's disease in which they've smoked and it actually helped. Yeah. Their treatment, and I also felt the same way about, especially in football, your body's yes. getting so beat down and bruised, and and you get muscle tension, you get general soreness after uh, <clears throat> play, right. a game. And you and I would think that marijuana is a soothing factor. Like, what's your what are your thoughts about it? Well, here's, here's my first take on it because I do believe that met, that marijuana should be legalized within sports. I do believe that. It's legal in two states, okay, Colorado and Washington, mm -hmm. and a lot more states are at least more accepting for it to be legalized, okay? Now, with that being said, if I work for a company and I'm getting paid millions of dollars and they tell me that I cannot drink alcohol or I cannot smoke weed, mm. I am not going to drink alcohol or smoke weed. Right. I'm going to abide by, the, by those rules that the organization that hired me and is paying me millions of dollars has, right. period. So if you break these rules, whether it's right or wrong, that's your decision to break the rules. Mm -hmm. So that's first and foremost. Second of all, I do think it should be legalized. I think the NBA is at the forefront. They've always been progressive with their rules and, and agendas. So I think they have it right. And isn't most med medical marijuana prescriptions now, a lot of them come in pill form anyway. Right. Okay. And isn't marijuana just another form of treatment that all of these other prescription pain medications are anyway? It should, it, it, it's in, so it why should can't be I smoke yeah. marijuana if it helps me with, with my injuries? I can't smoke marijuana, but yet I can take a Vicodin or a Percocet, which, mm -hmm. which may be just as addictive. And again, I don't understand that. Right. And it's funny because I think that what, 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 uh, when you get the, the owners and, and, you know, presidents and commissioners of leagues, I think what they, they become more afraid of is the fact that, uh, people may look at them as a, a culture that's, 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 there's a stigma. There's a stigma with marijuana that's, that's handcuffed with minorities. Mm -hmm. Black and Spanish people. That's right. why they don't want to legalize. Right, it. and they also, like I said, they, that, that was leading to that to where they think it's like they they are they're going to be looked as oh accepting of the drug culture and is what and no, Correct. it's it's more medicinal if anything. I also think another problem is like they they're going to really feel as though that players are going to go on into games fucking high. Like, you know, you know, you don't. That's your job not to do that. Like I don't yeah. go to work drunk. I'm not yeah. drunk at work. When you go on a court, when you step on the field, you're supposed to be sober and do your job. Unless you're Josh Gordon. Unless you're Josh Gordon <laughs> or you're fucking Reggie Bush. Or not, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no. Well, prescription medication is legalized. And, you know, to our knowledge, players are not out there on prescription medications because right. it does make you loopy and drowsy, some right. of them at least. So. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I, I I think that's what they're afraid of that they're fucking you, they're gonna go to court and you know smell J.R. Smith and be like, yeah, I think hey, it's hey, a complete hey, culture. I come, you can't be out here smelling like that. You smell it's like a complete <laughs> culture issue. I agree. Somebody, can you imagine the refs being like, yo, somebody smell like loud up in here, like yo, you got right on the it. field, right? Hell, look at fucking Ron Artest, fucking Metal World Peace. He used to get drunk at halftime. Yeah. They, they, I mean, the whole Dallas Cowboy team in the eighties and nineties used to do cocaine at halftime. Yeah, like you know, I mean, this is this is not something that's not known. But also, I when you look at the 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 needs of you know you know 
the the, the properties of marijuana. <clears throat> I really believe that um you would think that I was smoking shit now, but <laughs> but you would think that I would think that it's it's more of a forefront to move it forward. As, yeah. as a treatment, as well, the, to hold it back. Well, the problem is with the sports teams; it has to be legalized first within, with federally within all states. Right. Okay, the, they they don't want to legalize a drug that is illegal mm. in, in in a specific state. Right. So I, I see, I see the play. I see the problem within the NFL and the NBA in which they're having to completely legalize it. Right. But uh, for for, for me on this part, I said, listen, NBA, blaze up, whatever. <laughs> Light it up. Legalize it. Distribute some Twinkies once or twice a week. Hey, you, know. you know, some cupcakes. They'll be fine. There we go. Guys, when we come back, got Just Daniels, bus, his best bets. And uh, and, and you, you have some good ones. You were good at the, the, your last go around. Well, not too bad. We were lucky 2-0. Last week, I wasn't here, but I, I put some money on um, Buffalo at, at uh, um, minus four to... Not to lose, and I got clobbered in that game. Yikers. So you know, there's there's nothing guaranteed. Like I always say, fifty six percent is the mark. Don't 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 sit there and downplay this. You're 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 a champion of goodwill and and and, and good fortune, sir. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> so when we come back, we get out. Just Daniel's best best. They're going away, guys. Stick around. The regular season sportscast with your host Jay the Red Santi. <laughs> What you got this week? Yeah, uh, like we were saying, we gave you, we gave you the Ravens at Titans two weeks ago at uh, Titans minus three. Ravens won there, and we gave you Dallas to win and cover by three, and they completely dominated Kansas City. One thing about Kansas City, you know, Alex Smith got up to a hot start to start the season. Kareem Hunt's been, you know, rookie of the year so far, right? But um. You know, and Alex Smith kind of felt the pressure of Patrick Mahomes coming in. He started to throw the ball downfield more. They weren't a dink and dunk offense. You got you got to remember one thing about the NFL. Stars and legends are made in November and December. Right. Okay? And what happens in November and December? What happens with the weather? The fuck, it changes. It, got the, it gets colder. It gets cold. It gets colder. The okay. frozen tundra. The frozen tundra in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So the stars come out. And they play. So we got a couple of games this week. I'm going to give you three, okay? The goal is to hit two of them. My goal is to hit three, you know. Of two, course. Two is winning money, but but three is three is a nice party on Sunday night. <laughs> so Is that what you do? You basically make you make three bets? You, you, you bet, you bet, like you do. I, I, I do. It depends on the games that I like. All right. One week, I can only like one game. Mm-hmm. One week, I can like four games. All right. So it depends what I like. I'm not going to better game just because it's on tv that day okay i'm, I'm I, I won't do it i'm gonna like a game and i'll take it from there this past week thursday um pittsburgh was minus four they were favored at home and i took pittsburgh to win 
by five, and you know they completely dominated the Titans. Pittsburgh is a very emotional team. On the at home, they play very well. On the road, they they play down to the level of their competition. Right. So I won money there, but you know the show is today, so we're gonna move on from that. I'll give you the Patriots. At the Raiders, it's technically a home game for the Raiders, but the game is in Mexico City. Did you know that this yes, weekend? Yes, yes, 4.30 game, prime time, standalone game, mm-hmm. and this game is the Raiders' season. If they don't win this game, I project them not to make the playoffs, so it's more of an important game for them, more urgency on their side, and the Patriots, and, they, and they've also played in Mexico City before. They right. played last year yeah, against Houston, Houston. Yeah. and they won. They played well, okay? they really, The city really embraced them, too. It's kind of like a home crowd there for right. them. So, Patriots I mean, at the Raiders... Mexican, they love raiding. They love raider shit. They like, you know, it's like, it's like yeah, of course. You got a whole bunch of Mexicans in uh, <laughs> Oakland and stuff yeah. like that. So Patriots going there, first time going there. Different culture, different city, and the Patriots are favored by seven and a half points, which means they got to win by eight. I'll take the Raiders there, not to lose by eight, and I actually have, I actually like the Raiders to keep this game very close. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say completely that they're gonna win because you can never count out Brady to lose, count on Brady to lose a game. But I will take the Raiders here, not to lose by eight points. What do you think? I would take it, especially with um, the Patriots. They still nurses some injuries on the side. Hogan is still yeah. looks like Amendola is gonna play by the Amendola, way. Yeah, I saw that he's he's um he's a late a late game um addition, but they still look a little uh wonky. But I I can see I can see the Raiders not losing by that much. They, their defense really got to step up a little. No, bit that's more. the only yeah. thing that concerns me about yeah. this game. Brady should shred this defense. They their should. defense is completely right. gone, right, non-existent. But that that's my thing. It's but you know we 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 haven't heard too much about with Khalil Mack and stuff like that. So it's like we really need to uh see whether or not the the Raiders defense can go. Hold up a little bit longer. Yeah, the 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 a good thing about it is that the Patriots defense hasn't been very good this either, year right. either. So I like that game. We're gonna go over to Florida, where I wish I was right now because it's beautiful <laughs> over there. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Dolphins. Mm. Buccaneers got a lot of injuries. Dolphins are minus one, by the way. This game is basically a pick 'em. Right. All the Dolphins got to do is win by two. They're at home. They're coming off a tough Monday night loss. They're kind of a 500 team. They're kind of a of a you know a middle of the road team. Sometimes mm-hmm. they play well. Sometimes they don't. But they're at home. They got a Bucks team that's completely decimated. You got. Fitzpatrick throwing the ball to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got the whole coaching staff, which is on the hot seat. A lot of rumors about John Gruden going on. So there's uncertainty. And then you get this report about Jameis Winston. Don't ever drive him to a place if yeah, you're an Uber a, driver. Don't take an Uber with him. So too many distractions going on. Backup quarterback. They get back Mike Evans, but I'm going to take the Dolphins at home. They just got to win by two. And I think... Jay Cutler throws for 250-plus yards and two touchdowns, and they win that game. All right, now. And last game I'll give you is the Cardinals at the Houston Texans. Texans also fighting for their playoff lives. They're at home. They're getting a Cardinals team that's on their third-string quarterback. Blaine Gabbard is going to start this game. Drew Stan was playing Yikes. well for them. Yikes. Blaine Gabbard is going to start this game for them, the legendary Jacksonville you know, Jaguar quarterback. Yeah, it looks and, um, so, so such a career. Yeah, so they're minus one and a half, the Texans. They're at home. All they got to do is win by two. And the Cardinals, third-string quarterback, and they're relying on 32-year-old Adrian Peterson to run the ball 30 times, and I don't think it happens. They just lost one of the best safeties, too, last week with an ACL tear, 
and I like the Texans at home not to lose by two. Okay. Wow. Oh, you you pick some good games there. Shit, I, I I you know a lot of times when you're picking these games, a lot of people like to go for big name games, but you you got games in there that you got, it's it's money earning. Yeah, definitely. You can't always go with the favors. You got to remember one thing about betting: the NFL system is based on parity. They want parity. They don't mm. want any domination. They don't like the Patriots winning. Trust me, they don't. They if if the Patriots finish in first place. They get a first place schedule the next year. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Mm-hmm. If a team finishes in first place, that's why the Giants schedule was so tough this year. Right. It rotates every four years, the division you play, mm-hmm. but those other extra games, if you finish in first place, you're, you get a first place schedule and your games are tougher. If you finish in last place, you get a last place schedule where your games are, are easier based on what the teams did last year. So the NFL, system is all pushed towards parity if you finish with the worst record in football you get the first overall pick in the draft it's not like the nba there's no lottery you straight the cleveland browns have been the top three pick every year for the last (laughs) decade you know so the whole nfl is based on parity and that culture has created a week-to-week system where you don't know who's gonna win you Mm -hmm. don't know how it's gonna go so a team that's Four and six, that's playing a team that's six and four. The best bet sometimes just to look at the numbers is that they're both at the end of that week is, should be five and five. Right. So I try to look at it in different ways. And uh, these are the games that I came up with. All right. So, guys, when we come back, we got uh, talking sports and shit. That was just Daniel and his picks. Listen, let's make that money, huh? Shit. We got to get that bread. So far, remember what you said? 56%. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at 50, 56%. NBA picks are, uh, are coming, an, soon. coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. That twenty, that twenty game mark is coming. That twenty game mark is almost there. We're at uh, 15, 16 for most teams, and um, those should be coming soon. All right, guys. When we come back, talking sports and shit, got touch on the table. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. What's up, guys? Rich here for Rage Works co-host of the variant issue want to take a few seconds to congratulate jay santi and our friends at the regular season sportscast on hitting 100 episodes not only do i consider jay a colleague and a friend but a brother in arms a guy who sees more than just what's going on in the world of sports what's going on in the world of wrestling he sees the bigger picture he sees that there's other stories there deeper stories and because of that camaraderie and that vision i am proud to call jay santi a brother in arms and a member of the rage works family and i am proud to see him hit 100 episodes of trss on behalf of all of us at rage works we are incredibly proud of this milestone and we look forward to hearing more of jay santi and the regular season sports cast for many episodes to come pour yourself a drink my friend you've earned it enjoy trss 100 talking sports and shit all right going into uh this week's sports and shit uh i want to do a mid-season uh nfl review let's do it yeah i um it's interesting because a lot of teams that we you know, the early predict uh, uh, oh, excuse me predictions and projections that they had before the season started a lot of that ended up falling on people's asses uh, people a lot of teams fell, a lot of teams fell on their swords this, this past uh season and also um but it always happens. Yeah. There's always at least three teams that make the playoffs that didn't make the playoffs the previous year. Right. There's there's certain teams that right now that I'm actually that I look at and I go, wow, I can't believe that they're 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 actually that good. Like it's shocking to me these days. 
<clears throat> and I'm 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 hoping I'm hoping for it to continue because the NFL needs that boost to see new teams, fresh faces, new uh, you know new logos on that playoff screen. Like you know, it's good. It's a good look to see. Yeah, definitely. Let's uh let's let's give a quick rundown of our midseason review. Um, first of all, what team has been more shocking to you in a in a good way? What's been a good uh, uh, team that's uh well the, the surprise team in the, the NFL team. this year has to be the Philadelphia Eagles. The emergence of Carson Wentz, mm. the additions of Alshon Jeffrey. They just traded for Jay Ajayi. Doug Peterson was that on was a, a big fucking big, big trade. Big trade. Miami supposedly was it was done just to, to spite him, but you put him on a fucking a, a, a dominant team. Like, yeah, that was amazing. Well, I thought it was a good trade for both teams. My, Ajayi was kind of a malcontent over there, and um, if you know Philly, Philly gets their runner because Legarrette Blunt is more of a goal line guy, and they lost Bro. So I like Ajay. He's a guy who can carry the ball fifteen, twenty times a game. A guy I like over there is um Nelson Aguilar, the wide receiver. Over there. I like him yeah, over there. As well. He's nice. been moved over to the slot this year. That's, yeah, that's why he's succeeding. That's why I say uh, nice, a, a nice addition in the slot uh, position there. Also, uh, Carson Wentz is just. I mean, come on, he had MVP he, level. He, he showed shades last year. People were like, ah, oh, this, this kid could be something. And sure enough. Well, remember every, they started off five and oh last year and then they lost their left tackle, mm-hmm. Lane Johnson. And then after that, they, they went into a free fall and they only had Aguilar and, and Jordan Matthews. Those, those are two guys who, who are probably at their best number twos. Right. So Wentz looks phenomenal. He's got the body. He's got the arm. He's got the, 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 um, the demeanor. So he, he, it looks like Philly found their franchise quarterback. My surprising team has got to be the LA Rams. Like, it's like out of, out of you. That's where, a good one. Where did they find this quarterback? <laughs> like, where, where, where did, where did this kid come from? Yeah. It's, it's, it's all the coach. Yeah. The big, great coaching over there as well. Yeah. McVay, he's, he, his offensive system has been proven to be successful for years now. He was in Washington and, you know, this guy, um, Kirk Cousins threw for 5,000 yards last year. Right. So it's, it's, it's the system. When you have a young quarterback, you have to give him talent around him and you have to give him an offensive minded coach. Last year, Jared Goff had a good defense, but he had Jeff Fisher. Jeff mm-hmm. Fisher is a defensive guy who wants to run the ball and play a 10 to 9 game. This is not the new NFL. In the NBA, they get rid of hand checking. Right. Point guards are flourishing. In the NFL, you can't hit quarterbacks. You can't touch receivers now. You should be taking advantage mm-hmm. of your offensive powers now. And you got Todd Gurley over there who's playing a tremendous season. And also, uh, the one thing I could say, I, I would figure that they would have more, um, play action going towards Sammy Watkins side. But, yeah. you know, he's been touch and go here and there, but still, I, I, I can still see them. Like, but look at the emergence of Robert Woods because yeah, Watkins is there now. Right, exactly as well, yeah. And then with um, like we before the mics went on, we said uh, Seattle's looks like they're going to be on a big decline. I, I see the Rams actually locking that division down. Yeah, well, um, it looks like they just lost Cam Chancellor for the year. News came out today due to his uh, injuries with his neck, he's going to be placed on IR. Yeah. So that with Sherman, that's that's big. Those are two big losses. Big disappointment, uh, t- uh team wise. Team wise, biggest disappointment. Yes. This one's tough. There's so many teams out there. What do you, what do you think? Right now, I'm looking at. I I, I gotta say, my Giants are just. Oh, boy. It's, it's 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 horrible. They they were projected to win the 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 East, which I I was still. Who even, had them projected to win the East? I, there was the ESPN and even um FS1 had them projected to win the East, and I still had it. I was on a point where I was like, 
even I once they said it, I would go, no, they're actually gonna be shit. Yeah. And I knew, I knew they were gonna be shit. E- e- ES- ESPN, I-, I wouldn't put too much credence into. Trust me, <laughs> with lines, with betting, with with topics, anything like that. But no, you know, they would see that they had a they had them within the division. They had a. Um, Actually, have Philly with the wild, Philly and um, the Redskins winning the wild card, yeah. and it was like no, and especially with the injuries, uh, you have a, a, a an aging quarterback, you have receivers who went down early. It's it's just a, a, a train wreck over there. Yeah, well, they've they've had injuries, like you said, the Odell Beckham injury was huge, and you know, let's let's call it not excuses, but there are some things that hurt the Giants this year. But I had the Giants out of the playoffs. I didn't have them this bad. I yeah. didn't think they would be this bad, but I had them out of the playoffs for for two reasons. One, they didn't address address the offensive line in the offseason. For that the o- past fucking four years, five they, years. Yeah. They, they didn't address the offensive line, which was was the weakness of their team, and they didn't get a running back. Right. Okay, so everyone knows now that you're going to throw, that you have to throw, that you got to get rid of the ball quick because you don't have a good offensive line. So now teams are just going to play up on you, and they're going to stop the receivers. Brandon Marshall has been a, was a disaster signing. You need help with your offensive line or running back and you go out and get another receiver. Great. You need help with your offensive line and your running back and you go out in the draft and get a tight end. Great. And it's, it's just, I, I, I think Jerry Reese, all the blame is going on McAdoo, but I think Jerry Reese needs to take some culpability in this season. Most definitely. I think he'll be gone. And a second reason why they've been so bad this year, they got a first place schedule. Like yeah. we were talking about yeah. before, they got a first place schedule and they, the Giants actually had the most travel miles this year. Mm. Their schedule was brutal. Yeah. And I, and the, the one thing I can't say was a good addition, although you might, you might not think was a tight end because I said that the Giants hasn't had a, uh, uh, a good tight end in years. It looks like they hit with this kid. Yeah, that kid, I, I like that. But like you said before, they didn't address the, the offensive line position, and they really, really, especially protecting um Eli on the blind side, definitely. Uh, who who did you have as a disappointment? As a disappointing, I I got one as a as a player, most definitely. One guy that I was super high on was Terrell Pryor. Okay, oh, great yeah. season last year in Cleveland with ro- with a rotation of uh, of quarterbacks, different quarterbacks. He comes to Washington with a passer that just threw for 5000 yards in back-to-back seasons and he's completely done nothing. He's mm. been he's been droppable in fantasy. He's been he's not even playing. He it's 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 been a disaster there. Right. Uh teams on the come up like the teams that are going to be on the rise, that's going to make a strong playoff push. Strong playoff push. I like in the AFC. I, even though I'm going to go against my better judgment, I I like Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I like Tennessee. I like what they do. I don't think I don't know if they're going to make a strong playoff push, but I like the fact that they run the ball, they play good defense, and Mariota is take shots, but but he's safe. Mm. I like the way they play. It's kind of old schoolish. Um, I don't think you can. I don't think they'll go far. I don't think they can go on the road and beat a Pittsburgh. I don't think they'll go on the road and beat a New England. But as far as not stating the obvious teams, I, I like Tennessee to make the playoffs this year. Uh, one team that I'm I've I've been champion for like for a couple of years now, and I want to see at least make a good strong push is on um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I, I like their defense. Their, their absolutely defense keeps them in games. Uh, but I just want to see a little bit more on the offensive end, especially in the running back position that we got to get, get the ball running a little bit more. Although it's a throwing league, 
Uh, I think that it could open up that offensive line can open up some holes for for the, their backs there. Definitely. Well, you know who's in charge over there? Yeah, Tom Coughlin, your right. boy. Yes. So they're doing things the right way. Tom Coughlin knows how to do things the right way. He used to be the coach in Jacksonville. When he was the coach in Jacksonville, they went to the AFC Championship game and had a lead, and you know they lost it, but they 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 peaked when he was there before as a coach. Right. Teams that you see are going to be on a decline in the next half. Second half of the season. I think Washington, I mean, they're four and five right now. They're, the, they're probably one of the toughest outs in the NFL. Um, but they, their injuries on that offensive line are just mm-hmm. decimated. And besides having a quarterback, the most singular important unit in football is the offensive line. Ask the Dallas Cowboys. They lose Smith, their left tackle, and they give up six sacks. From the Atlanta Falcons, just one player right. last week. So, um, their offensive line has too many injuries. I, I see them bowing out and, and faltering. I see uh, Seattle. We just mentioned that it's going to be really. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna plummet for them over there. I, I. The bottom is about to come out for them. Yeah. No. I. I like. I. I think as long as you have Russell Wilson, who's seemingly running for his life every game, I think they still have a shot. Yeah. Do you? Do you trust? Minnesota in a playoff game against Seattle. Do you trust the LA Rams in a playoff game against Seattle? I think I think that we, we're seeing a lot of kinks in the armor now, and I'm also seeing that the fact their running game is no is non-existent. Yeah. So you see, it's you're gonna run you're gonna run Russell out. You really are. Well, they just traded for for a Pro Bowl left tackle from Houston, so he's been there a couple of weeks. Let's see if he can get acclimated a little bit better. That'll definitely help. But that's a very valid point. Seattle, that's another team that hasn't addressed the offensive line all their running game. Yeah. Uh, early play- playoff predictions. For me, I didn't think they was going to come out the way that uh, they've been. I thought they, you know, they started off a little lackluster, but it looks like Pittsburgh is, it's, it's going to be that freaking team. Like I didn't, I didn't think that Ben was going to wake up again. Big Ben actually freaking is finding his mojo again. I, I like Pittsburgh. They're the most talented team, arguably in the NFL. The problem with me with Pittsburgh is that, they're they're like there's no discipline on that team. Mm. They play the Cleveland Browns, they play down to the level of the Cleveland Browns. They play the Kansas City Chiefs, they play up to the level of the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me a team that's tempered and they give me the same thing day in and day out. New, I, New England is always playoff ready. Uh, I, I, of course, you did, they, they, they're, they're always a, a a lock for for them. But I think this year. They're gonna see a lot of challenges this year. I think, especially for you know, you get you'll get that bye week. But I think early on, uh, even if they can, because you know, you like I said, the defense has not been good this year in, in, in Pittsburgh. But they always find a way to to step it up. Uh, but when you yeah. get a team, when you get teams coming in like a like a Pittsburgh, or you get um, you get a you get a um emerging uh 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 um offense that that could could go TD to TD with you. I don't know. I, I I can see that 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 the Patriots can't flop soon. I can see it happening though. Well, I right, can't, I can't right, see it happening. Right now, the one and two seeds in the AFC are Pittsburgh and New England. So they'll both get first round buys if the playoffs started today, and they'll be on a collision course in the AFC title game. If that game is in New England, okay. If New England wins this weekend, they'll be eight and two. They'll both have the same record, but and they play each other uh, in a couple of weeks. So right. that game will determine probably who gets home field advantage. There's no way if the game is in New England, you pick Pittsburgh to beat New England. Right. That that's no way. I don't even care what the point spread is on that game. I'm taking New England hands down. They're just more playoff ready, like you said. Yeah, they always get it. But like I say, if you get uh, you could get a you get a if if they come in 
one hundred percent. You get Hogan coming back to play. You get a you get a healthy Gronkowski over there. It, it'll be dangerous. But once you see once you see that you could actually you know infiltrate that 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 deep loop. Yeah, a, a Pittsburgh. Uh, can't I? I think they can't take him though. I really do. You think so? Yeah. I Let think me ask do. you this because I I I like um, New England against Pittsburgh playoff game. I don't care where the game is. Mm. Would you take if this game is in Kansas City? Would mm. you take Pittsburgh to be Kansas City right now? Oh, uh, it's funny because I really, I really didn't see Pittsburgh actually being that, you know, that good until the past few weeks. I, I know the emergence, and now with uh, Kansas City, I think I might. I think I might be able to see Pittsburgh over Kansas City. I really think so. I, I can see that happening. Well, we remember last year's playoff game was a, it was a field goal fest, and yeah, right. um, if it wasn't for a, a bad holding call, Kansas City would have won, won that game. I yeah. think I think right now in a playoff game, if the game is in Pittsburgh, I would pick Pittsburgh. If the game is in Kansas City, I think I would take Kansas City. How are you like in the NFC? Because you, you see, we, we talked about you got uh, Minnesota playing well. You, they they got Bridgewater back, but. I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna start him. Wait, would you Would you go to Bridgewater? No, I would keep How many Keenum bad games would it take for Keenum to have <laughs> exactly. for you to switch over? Exactly, it would have to be. It have to be like you have to let this kid play it out. Like he's been yeah. playing well. Uh, like you said, we mentioned uh, the, the Saints are, are, are on a on a on a great run right now. New Orleans is seven and two, sitting third in the NFC. Yeah, and that's and, and it's funny seven and two sitting third. Like that's yeah. Anyway. Well, Minnesota's seven and two as well. Yeah, Philadelphia is the team eight and one. Right. Very big game with Dallas this weekend. Yeah, uh, that's another thing with Dallas. Dallas is a team right now that they're exposed and we knew they were going to get exposed because you don't have the running game you thought although you you have a running back in McFadden that you could actually use they're not even using they're not using he, he, he and was I think averaging that's a five, mistake yeah he, he was averaging five yards a, a carry like you could you could use him I, well Smith and Morris are the younger backs but McFadden can get you as close to duplicating the skill set of Ezekiel Elliott. Right. He can run, he can pass. Right now when McFadden's out there, I feel like the defense knows they're going to run the ball because right. he's not really a pass catcher. Yeah. So, and uh, Morris know, as well, Morris as well is another guy who can give you 4 or 5 yards of carry if necessary, but he has to do it in spurts though. Yeah. He has those he has those moments. But now you're putting you're putting the weight on on your on your quarterback, yeah, I like Dallas to falter out, and and within the next two three weeks, watch them. This game this weekend is huge, mm-hmm. okay, against uh, Philadelphia, and um, if they lose the next game or two, they they're done. Yeah, uh, but other than that, guys, we're gonna keep pushing on through uh, talking sports and shit. That was our NFL midseason review. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns. Congratulations to the UCLA players who made it back from China. Uh, it seems as though that uh, after their little incident out there in China, in which they stole, let's be honest, they stole stuff. And everybody's praising them like they're fucking Vietnam vets coming back from war. I'm so happy they're home. <laughs> They should have kept them over there. I said the same shit. I was like, you guys do know that they stole. And it's not like they fucking. From multiple stores. stores. And it's not like they were fucking out there stealing fucking uh, 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 knickknacks. They were stealing high-end shit. High-end high end products. Apparently from three stores, including sunglasses from Louis Vuitton. I mean, Thank you, President Trump. You fucking assholes. Like, are you serious? But you heard what Lavar you heard what the father said today. Lavar Ball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said, What do you think about Trump helping out your son? He he's goes, like, What? Who? Who? What? 
this is getting this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, this is this is so so as you guys know, uh, the, the middle child, the one that I said was going to be. Not the better ball, but it he's is gonna one. be that brother that you're gonna have to bail out of jail. He's the middle a child. couple of times, yeah. and look, it's already happened once. I, I always said, I, I said Lamelo's gonna be awkward. Lonzo's gonna be the guy for now, which they, there's they, this, there's trouble in paradise in Lakerville already. But uh, but Leangelo's the 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 guy that um he's athletic, but he doesn't seem as though that he knows what the fuck. How are you gonna steal? Your family's getting money. Yeah, people are buying your bullshit yeah. sneakers. And you're stealing from China. Do you know that China is a communist country? Do you know that China is one of the best manufacturers in electronics? They probably got cameras on every corner of every street in that whole country. You could have called your pops and said, Dad. I need your credit card number. Matter of fact, his pops were coming in. Why don't you ask your older brother Lonzo for some shades? Yeah, like, are you serious? But and then China, like, hmm. There's, there's no democracy in China. Like you, you, you're stealing from there. I think he's mad because his younger brother got a Maserati. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, you know what? That's that middle child syndrome. I'm telling you. But yeah, yeah. but a complete, a complete embarrassment. If I was UCLA, I'll tell you one thing. Because not only did he do it himself, Leangelo, because he's kind of like, even though he's not a, a superstar like his other two brothers. He's kind of probably because of his fame, he probably attracts the most attention on that team. Yeah. And he probably got the most groupies following him because Fucking of the name seeking. and stuff like that. Right. So, you know, he probably was the ringleader of this, mm-hmm. right? I, so I, I figured I said somebody was going to eat that. Somebody would have had to eat that charge because they, yeah. they weren't going to let him eat it. Somebody was going to eat that charge. So Cody Riley and Jalen Hill, the other two UCLA players that went down with him, I, to be honest, I'd suspend like they did. Cody Riley and Jalen Hill indefinitely, and I would kick Leangelo Ball out of UCLA. I would expel him. Yeah, they're most likely not going to do that because they still they want the they still want the attention. But what's going to probably happen is they're going to sit him out for a, a nice. I don't even think it's going to be a nice chunk. But when does the attention overcome to become a distraction? Because right now there's there's grumblings that Under Armour is not happy. I mean, Under Armour pays yeah. UCLA big money to be a sponsor on their. Their court. And They're probably just gonna sit there and have get let him play a couple of games and let him do his one and done and be out and just that, that'll probably be one there. and done. He's not going anywhere. He's not making the NBA. He's gonna be there for four years. But, but they think well that that's not what the Ball family would think. They think that he'll probably be that good that he could do a one and done and be out. Oh boy, no, he Lavar's not hyping up this son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott's suspension was upheld. Now the uh, uh, six games is now. And do you think that they should have held it out for this long? Like, do, do you think that uh, they pretty much knew in Cowboys Town that at least keep fighting because we knew it was going the hammer was gonna I, drop I, anyway? Yeah, I understand why they held out. You know, Brady held out same type of suspension, six games, right. and it winded up stretching into the next year. Um, I understand why they held out just to keep fighting, keep fighting, keep playing. But I ultimately think it was a mistake. He should have took the suspension sooner. Now your team is going through the roughest stretch of their season, hanging on to their playoff lives. Right now, if the playoffs started today, they wouldn't even be in. Yeah. And, and, and now you're not there, their best player. So I think, you know, it ultimately turned out to be a mistake. Yeah, you got five more games that he has to sit this one out. And by that time, it could be Troublesville down in Dallas. So yeah. uh, They're five and four right now, and they play first place Philadelphia. So they're in trouble. You're talking to me? Uh, there's some talk that there's possibly uh, some thought about canceling the Thursday night games. There's uh, there's some rumblings. Ben Roethlisberger is not a big fan of it as well yeah, as a lot other of players, players have spoken about out. it. 
Uh, you, you, you're, you're not a big fan of the Thursday night game. No, I like to go home after work and have a beer and watch a Thursday night game. I love the fact as a fan that it's on Thursday night, but I think it's hurting the NFL. I think it's hurting the product because players are not ready to play on Thursday night because mm-hmm. their bodies are not ready. And I think it's hurting the ratings because when what makes a company or a product special sometimes is its scarcity. Right. Only on Sundays can you get this product. Only one game on Monday night can you get this product. Now, there's three times a week you can get this product. Right. Now, at the end of the season, they're going to have games on Saturdays. On Saturdays, Saturdays right. going to four times a week. They've oversaturated the market, and it's hurting their ratings. Yeah, you get a lot of, especially when you get um, a lot of Midwest teams, are, uh, uh, well, not uh, NFL teams, but a lot of Midwest high school teams are getting hit by this as well. Yeah. Because, you know, they have their Friday night games and a lot of people are not able to still fully process because you get a Thursday night game, then you might not want to go to a Friday night game to yeah. see a high school game like in, in Texas and all of, a yeah, lot of them, I, I they didn't lose. Think, I didn't think about that. Yeah, a lot high of school te- games are on Friday nights. Yeah, yeah. and they, a lot of times a lot of, they're seeing a decline in uh, participation and audience because of, you know, th- they, they blame it on Thursday night games because they, they they're not it's too much football for them. Yeah. So it's it it could be it could be one of the other things to where that the NFL will pop. me, I always said that if you were gonna you were gonna play uh I would say I, I would have given uh, two Monday night games. Two Monday night games. I yeah. like that. Like they do in the first week of the, the first season. Week, right. You give the yeah. you have the East Coast game and you get the West but Coast game. The problem game. is you lose the East Coast audience. I mean, you have to start the game at seven thirty. Right. And then the secondary game will start at ten thirty. You'd lose that East Coast audience. Which the, is, the ratings what, will start to drop. Which I, I still would say is fine. I, the, I think it's okay. The problem with that is that prime time starts at eight o'clock. That's when the sponsorship money, the dollars for the commercials are so high. Right. They want to start at, at, at that time. Mm. But leave leave it. Leave it one night, yeah. Sunday night. Have your one o'clock games. Put a, the next game on at four thirty, and let it be done with it. Yeah, because it's a it's a, it's a little bit too too much. And for me, I, I I'm looking more and I'm concerned about the uh, the 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 players health wise than anything else. And more than fifty percent of them say they don't like it. So listen to your players. Yeah. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble. Jerry Jones versus Roger Goodell. Dun, 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 dun. World War Three. <laughs> all right, let's explain what's going on here really quickly, guys. Jerry Jones has threatened to sue the NFL. You know where this has started from, right? Oh, oh, enlighten me, please. Okay. Jerry Jones' basis for his threatening of the lawsuit is that the deteriorating conditions of the league since May. In May, all the owners voted to extend Roger Goodell's contract. So in May, he was on board. So now, ever since the Ezekiel Elliott suspension, this is where everything turned, he's now threatening to sue, and he's delaying, delaying, delaying Roger Goodell's contract because of the Zeke suspension and a lot of leaks. Um, There was a compensation committee um, brought together by six owners that are run by Arthur Blank, owner of the Falcons, Hunt, the Chiefs, the Giants, the Mara family from the Giants, the Rooney family from the Steelers, uh, the McNair, Bob McNair from the Texans, and Robert Kraft, with um, whom it came time uh, after the Zeke suspension came out. There was a report that said, Jerry Jones, I'm not a expletive, starting with a P, ending with a Y, Ooh. like Robert Kraft. So... Jones is going specifically hard on this. He's stalling Goodell's contract, and he was in favor it in May. 
The Zeke suspension came down in August, and now since then, he's doing everything in his power to stall out this five-year extension that Goodell, you know, the owners agreed to in May. Is Goodell, has Goodell been good or, 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 or hindrance to the NFL in the, the past few years? You know, that's a tough question to answer. I think what it's tough to be commissioner of a league. Mm. I think he's made some mistakes, especially with domestic violence. I think he's allowed the league to bargain a good collective bargaining agreement for the league. Mm. That that bargaining agreement is really pro-league. The revenue is split 50-50, right. but the owners get a large chunk out of that. You can't argue with results, okay? And the NFL is projected this year to generate $13 billion in revenue, mm-hmm. okay? He's made some mistakes, but this is a company. Think of it as business. This is a company that's going to generate $13 billion of revenue this year. There's not that many companies in the United States that generate that kind of money. Right. Top five companies, Apple, $45 billion in revenue this year, last year, 2016. JP Morgan Chase, $24.5 million. Johnson and Johnson, sixteen and a half million. Microsoft, sixteen. Bi- uh, I'm sorry, billion. Microsoft, sixteen billion dollars. So they're up there. The NFL, thirteen billion dollars revenue. They're up there with these type of companies. They mm-hmm. are making money hand over fist, and it's partly because of the leadership of Roger Goodell. Under yeah. his tutelage, you've got fantasy football. You've got uh, mass marketing towards women campaigns. The only thing he's really messed up on is punishment and the uh, domestic violence. Issue. And there's also a talk that there that he's actually pushing for uh, uh for legal gambling for for you know for the NFL games. So it it I think that with that as well, I think that uh, that helps to um to bring more of the revenue as well and, and a larger audience. But there's also a thing to where um. I think on the backside is that it, you got to know how to play the game. And I think Goodell has not been able to play the game the way the owners want. And the owners are still frustrated with the fact that they can't bend him the way that they, that they, they could have, uh, previous commissioners, like a tag label or something like that. Well, some of the owners are upset about it. You know, the owners do control that league, but for them, there's 32 owners. For the most part, a lot of them are on the same page and a lot of them do like Goodell. They, they did vote. It was unanimous that they bring back Goodell for five years. It's only been, you know, Jerry Jones since the Zeke suspension and the owners are now pissed off at each other and they sent, um, Jerry Jones a letter warning him that there can be severe penalties and punishment if he continues or moves forward with this lawsuit and they send them a conduct a conduct detrimental to the league warning right. which can ultimately result in an expulsion from the league if 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 um you know he doesn't stop so right. Uh, and by the way, who the hell can I talk to about getting football games on my phone? Because I am so fucking pissed. You can get them everywhere else. Yeah, except your phone. Except for my fucking phone, which everybody should be getting games on. Except the London games. You can get them on Yahoo sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's like, what the f- Are you serious? I'm like, who- Do I have to beef with Goodell about that shit? You know how much Goodell's made in the past couple of years? 2012, he made $44 million. 2013, $35 million. 2014, $34 million. 2015, $31 million. And last year he made over a little bit over thirty three million dollars. And now and he wants to now with the private jet. And that's insane, yeah. yeah. And then and and it comes out that Jerry Jones reportedly leaked that information that he wanted fifty million dollars guaranteed and a private jet for life. What is he a former president? Oh my god! Not even presidents get that shit. Did you, did you ever see the money that a president actually gets? Yeah, but they they're well taken care of. You they sell oh, after, they sell books. Oh, and afterwards, yeah, they but get the, private but detail. But in, of, in office, they actually go bankrupt. A lot of the Clintons actually had to claim bankruptcy because, really? yeah, because remember, it, it's 
this is this is a public freaking position as opposed to business and some of these shit, you know, expenses in the in the White House, you, they had to pay for their own shit. Yeah, <laughs> so it's crazy. Goodell is over there sitting on a fucking gold mine. But it's definitely why you think he wants to, why you think he wants to stay. But let it be known, Jerry Jones is a modern day gangster, and he's going to fight Goodell on this, <laughs> and he might be getting in some trouble here. Say hello to my little friend. The MLB reveals their awards, and um. Top prize goes to the AL MVP, my guy, my little man, freaking the, the, the little, little big league, Jose Altuve. Amazing, amazing year, man. This guy inspires me so much. This guy was not supposed to be in baseball. Houston had fucking already, Houston didn't want him for the first time he tried out for them. Yeah, no, he, they he said never come back. He's about five, six, five, seven. He should be off working in a medical records department as an operations manager. Sound like that. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Does it? No, I don't know anyone like, like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he uh, had a 346 batting average and had 204 hits with uh, 32 stolen bases and 23 home runs. Amazing, amazing series, uh, season for him. And on the uh, the NL side, of course, we had uh, the, the Mr. Sexy Miami guy, which everybody and their mother's fucking trying to get right now, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. I mean, he. I'm. I'm are the Yankees on the run for him? Are they, are they looking at him? Well, it seems like Jeter's trying to make some moves and shed some payroll, so he might be on the move, but he 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 already expressed his interest not to play in St. Louis and a couple other places. Yeah. But can you imagine he goes to the Yankees with Judge? They'll be the modern day Bash brothers. Yeah, exactly. The fifty nine home runs, one hundred and thirty two RBIs, an amazing, amazing fucking season for him. Cy Young Award winners, you had uh Corey Gruber, uh, who had a great season with Cleveland. Uh that that kid I I think he's gonna have another fucking Great years that stays healthy for the next fucking two or three years, man. He's an amazing pitcher. Eighteen and four with a two point two five ERA, two hundred and sixty five strikeouts. Yeah, that, insane. He, had, he went. He went on a fucking fifteen to two run last yeah, year. Yeah, and when it mattered the most, a one point six two ERA after the month of June. And the fucking Met killer for the NL League, uh, the uh, the Cy Young winner uh, Matt Scherzer, who had a it's, it's two years in a row. It was undoubtedly that he was going to get it this year. Yeah, uh, it's. Sixteen and six. I, you know, it, I, 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 the only thing I miss about when it came to pitching wise was that a lot of uh, a lot of games are, are being handled differently these days. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, decisions are now being done. Uh, you see a lower uh, win loss column now. Like years ago, you used to see like oh, 20, no, absolutely. 20, 22 and five. Yeah. Absolutely, analytics have completely <laughs> taken over the game. They want a pitcher now to go five six innings. That's it. That's going to bring down the win total right there. I think the rookie of the year was probably the easiest to call this year uh, on both sides. You had, uh, and for the AL, you had Aaron Judge, who had an amazing rookie year, 52 home runs. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about it earlier. Should he have won um, AL MVP? And I was like, no. Yeah. It, it, you made it. You made an amazing point that the strikeouts were just too much. Yeah, it was too much. Even though baseball is kind of encouraging the strikeout. They they want guys to swing for the fences now. It seems like a lot of people are doing that because of the shifts and stuff like that. But just too many. He strikes that, up way too much. Yeah, but I think that that's going to be an easy fix for him. And I see a lot of I, I see an MVP run for him in the next year or two. So for yeah, him, he so. can do it. Big market like the Yankees, absolutely. And then uh, in the NL, you had a uh, Cody Bellinger. Who I this kid? I I like this kid from the jump. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it's funny because when I see his swing, it looks so classic softball. Yeah. 
but it's 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 working so effectively for him in a, in a fucking. But don't uh, let don't, isn't that amazing how left-handed batters just have sweet swings? And Dallas Strawberry, Ted mm-hmm, Williams, yep. just sweet sweet swings. Uh, was it, was it Ken was a Ken Griffey was it, Ken was Griffey? Oh, oh, one of one of the best swings ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, manager of the year went out to uh, uh, Paul Molitor, which uh, which I was I was kind of I was kind of shocked that they gave it to him this year. Yeah, I mean, the Twins did come back. They were a 500, a below 500 team. They had that team meeting and then they took off from there. But I, I don't know. And the same thing, I look at the same thing with the, for the NL. You I had, thought it should have uh, went to Girardi. You think so? I, I thought so. Mm. They had, I, I would have given it to, um, um, uh, what's it from Cleveland? Um, oh, his name escapes me. Fuck. But uh, I would have given it to him as well. But, Terry but, Francona. Francona, yeah. I would have probably given it to him in Cleveland. But in, in, uh, NL, we gave it to, uh, um, Arizona skipper, and I'm like, them as well? Like, first year skipper. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> this is first year man. I mean, although you, you, you did get 93 wins though, but I mean, Dodgers had an amazing fucking season, man. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It was a little bit weird to me. Yeah. It's oh, like they punish teams with the big payroll. Like, <laughs> like it's easy. It's not easy. Just because you have high priced players, it's not easy. You know how many eagles you have to manage? It's difficult. Yeah. It is. It, and so, but other than that, I, I thought the, uh, the MLB awards was, was, was pretty fair down the line. And I, it, it was good voting this year. Good voting. All right, guys, that's going to close out this episode of TRSS. Yeah, that was my um, game show voice. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always auditioning. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the Like and Group page, Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Twitter at Santi. Check us out on the Instagram at Regular Season Sports. And as well as on YouTube, check us out at the Regular Season Sportscast. And RageWorks.net is where you get everything under the sun. You get all the comic books, movies, TV shows, video games, all things geeky, all things rather live in pop culture and stuff. Check you, it out. It's a dope site. You, um, you, you, you're, you're into, uh, uh, besides sports, are you into anything else? Like, what the, what the fuck, what the fuck do you do? Nothing. I sit <laughs> home all day and watch sports. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm, I work family sports. Yeah. You know, we need to get you out more. We need to do. I've I've done plenty of going out of my day. Yeah. I, it's time for me to we're gonna, to rein it in. We gotta get you another paint and sip or something like that. We gotta do something. <laughs> my like. wife's been trying to get me to do that for years. Uh, I'll let you know, my boy. Uh, the host of Call Me When It's Over, Josie's boy. He does them, so I'll let you guys know when he get, when he has his paint and That's sip. Funny. We could do that. So, guys, make sure you check us out on all those social media outlets. And soon, soon, just Daniel will get his. His social media up and running. Yes. He's still avoiding family. That's what it is. Yes. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it up. I'll get it up. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for everything. Make sure you check us out on all those outlets. And uh, remember, I'm the king of talk style. And um, catch you guys on a rebound. I'm best for for everybody, not just for business. I'm best for everybody. So get me, get me on that, get me on that business shit as well. I'm gonna need to get some paper for this. Just Daniel, we got to get you paid for this shit too. We got to get the advertisers in here. I do it for the love of the game. <laughs> Oh, man, you guys, catch you guys on a rebound. Squash! The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Santee. Season Sports Kills.